Hello and welcome back to the Home and Away Days podcast for episode five. Uh, you're back with myself and James. How are we doing, James? I'm not too bad, Luke. I'm not too shabby. It's been a lovely week so far. Definitely hasn't rained every, nearly every single day. How's your week been? <laughs> well, I, I've been ecstatic because it has rained. So, you know, <laughs> you get an either end of the spectrum there. But it, it is good to be back. Now, of course, this is episode five. So there are four other episodes for you to go back and listen to if you haven't done already. I will try and give you a run through of the names. This is becoming a bit of a challenge, but starting off, you have Forest Green, then you have Accrington Stanley, Cambridge United, Shrewsbury, uh, Barnsley, Derby County. Uh, help me out, James, please. Lincoln City. Lincoln City, yeah, they were in there. And then Charlton and Athletic. Charlton, yeah. I'm. Oh, God, I should not try that. I need, I need to go back to the days of Nintendo DS with brain training. Yes. That might help. Um, but um, so far, those are the clubs we've got through. Now, um, there are limited clubs left. We are getting close to the end of this little pre-season uh, prologue, if you like. But we are getting close to pre-season, so that's really exciting from our standpoint. And we hopefully, in a few weeks' time, we'll be able to bring you some pre-season friendly reviews. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to them. What about you, James? Uh, I, I am looking forward to them. I think, obviously, we know the fixtures now. We've seen the fixture list. We know what the season looks like. We know how we're going to finish as well. Compared to last year, we're going to have a bit of a, a trickier end of the season. But with pre-season, though, um, we're looking forward to those local derbies that we seem to have been uh, plonked with again. <laughs> we start at the legendary Bamber Bridge this weekend. Well, you say local, and I mean, Bamber Bridge is, is Preston way. It's not even that no, local, is it? I think it's no. like 40 minutes. This year, there's no Aberton Colliers. The B team are playing them. There's no Radcliffe either. B team might even play with them. But we've gone with the proper, proper non-league teams this year. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, they'll hopefully be coming in a few weeks' time. But for now, there's four more teams we're getting through of last season's visits. Uh, we have got Peterborough United. We have got Wickham Wanderers. We have Sheffield Wednesday, and then finally we'll be summing it up with Exeter. So, uh, four big games for different teams. So let's get started with Peterborough United. Miller, lovely cushion header, but you're Okay, with Peterborough. So let's start off. We got the coach there and we should also introduce that James was a very poorly boy that day. So his experience is slightly different from mine. When we say poorly, at one point it was absolutely fine. We were going there on our normal day. We were drinking as we always do. And then I got to Peterborough and everything <laughs> changed. Literally, as soon as we pulled him, if you've ever been to Peterborough Stadium before, it's as tin pot as we thought it was going to be, or as we've been told. Like I would say tin pot. It's not small, um, but just this sudden pain came amongst it. What, what pain was it, Luke? I don't know what pain was it, it James. Was, it was COVID-19. And it was the first Re- Really? Because that's time. such a coincidence. It is. I mean, a few days later, uh, I seem to have got COVID-19. You did. And <laughs> as a result, what game did we then miss? Oh, we missed the MK Don's game. MK Don's game. Five nil at home. <laughs> I, I, yes, I, I had COVID. I felt like absolute crap. I had to do the whole trip. You looked after. it as well, if that I helps. Thank you very much. But we did win five nil, and it's the most yeah, great so... point is that I couldn't have fun at a five nil game. Yeah, and, and 
and let me tell you, it, it was a fun game. And I, I do kind of get what you're saying when we first got there. It was a an odd place because obviously we got the coach who ended up on this random car park a, a couple minutes stroll away. But again, when you, when you get there, it's a weird, a weird thing. I mean, I, I can't really put my finger on it, but it, it just it just felt like a, a strange start to the day, and it didn't help that we had uh, printed tickets, so it weren't even oh. official ones. It was uh, a four piece of paper folded in half. I think I, uh, but yeah, I think I incorrectly assumed that with Peterborough because it's southern and it sounds quite posh, that it would be a really posh area, because I've never been before. Well, the nickname is The Posh, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think they've covered something up there. I think they're quite literally throwing us down the wrong wrong road with that idea, because <laughs> it was, yes, there were parts that are going to be posh, but the stadium, eh, maybe not as posh. No, and, and, and like I say, I suppose at this level, and I mean, judging by kind of like the, the attendances, that's probably... You know, partly why. I mean, I suppose in the area that there are a few bigger clubs, and and we kind of do get we are spoilt really in that department, being Bolton fans, because even though we are surrounded by you know City and and United, and then even closer by you've got like Blackburn, Burnley, Wigan. It's still quite high standard. So some it, it, we, we may be um, <laughs> getting a bit too cruel uh, for Peterborough, but I mean, from what we're expecting. Uh, first impressions, it wasn't really what we'd hoped, but we'll, we'll move past that because they more than make up for it with the food and drink. Because th- this is this is the first time I've ever seen this, and I, I know it's going to sound like really silly, but they actually had proper cheese on a cheeseburger, <laughs> and I've never oh, seen that. At no, the it's logic. true. It's obviously <laughs> as always. I got the hot dog, and it was the classic. Um, Oh, God. the ones that come in a plastic bag already in the made for. You know what they are, the yellow ones. But uh, you had a proper burger. Roll, yeah. a proper a ch- a actual cheese. Yeah, and, and the, the burger was the same. It was it was, it was, was great. It was lovely. And from what really shocked me is like the little concourse, concourse area they have, there's like, it's actually presentable. You know, they've got a few, you know, television screens. I don't think it was showing like Sky Sports, but it was showing like Peterborough stats. It was like really nice and tidy and... I must admit, from the outside, obviously, if you're expecting it to look quite rough, on the inside, where the, the food and drink areas were, it was quite nice. Well, the thing that took us off guard, yes, we went, went inside the location, went inside to the away stand, it was very pleasant. And obviously, it was quiet as well, but it was a lot bigger than I expected it to be. Because when you look yeah. at the stadium, you think, oh, God, this is going to be... Because the majority of away stadiums have a bit of a cramped area for food and whatever. But it was really open, really useful. And then you have that area behind it where you can have a look out the window to a car park. Or you could walk off and actually go into the stadium. There was no issues at all. If we compare yeah, it to the rest of the stadium as well, it's probably the fanciest bit. It's the most developed part, which is quite a nice thing to have. Yeah, and, and like I say, I, I can't really complain. It was a nice little setup inside. And I, I think even as well, the food was not too badly priced. I think it was like a little meal for like a, a burger and a drink. I think it might have been about five, six pounds. I can't, I, I won't sort of like promise it was that, but it, it, it did strike me as, you know, quite affordable. And especially for what they were giving you, like a, an actual proper cheese burger, <laughs> rather than like a, you know, a dairy leaf slice. It was, it, it, it did the job in that respect, but we'll, we'll move away from that. Um, now, when you get out into the stand, I, 
from from my view, it was you know okay. It was what you expected. You're behind the goal. Uh, I know there has been talk in the past of people have had the issue where the to the right of where the home uh, sort of the the way section is, there's like a little collection of wooden chairs for the way supporters that they kind of overspilled to. But luckily, we didn't get put in that. But for, from uh, my experience. It was a nice little setup on the way end. It, it did the job. There was no real complaints. No, and I think when we when we looked at or when I watched the Sheffield Wednesday game, both was it Sheffield or no, Ipswich? Sorry, Ipswich in the league, they sold out as they always do. And I was thinking, mm. you, you poor poor people going to sit in that sectioned away end where you pretty much just sitting on concrete seats. <laughs> that for the proper old school. I felt, I felt for them. I really did. And, and I mean, in in all fairness, you know, most away fans in well, in our experience, who don't sit down. So I suppose it's only for the select few who do. But like at half time, if you're you know sitting down for ten fifteen minutes, you're you're very uncomfortable. But yeah. yeah, no no complaints in the area. Now, in in terms of the atmosphere, I don't think. And I mean, this is maybe maybe if we're looking at Wembley and Barnsley as like the closest. I think this was. By far the the best atmosphere as away fans we've give off. I mean, it, it's obviously I know there's a lot of bias because we we all be won five nil, but in terms of because it it kind of took us a bit by shock because when we were getting there we were thinking oh god you know maybe it will take a draw or yeah. you know we're probably going to lose but to to play how we did and we were just having the time of our lives as away fans, weren't we? Even, yeah, even though I had COVID, I can still remember it. it was actually really fun. And it was one of those games where we two up at half-time and it was 4-0. Yeah, two up at half-time. Something like that. And it was, we were all shocked. Oh, shocked that we can go. We've gone to Peterborough here. We were in really good form. Ferguson just come in, got on stability again. And we're suddenly 4-0 up at Peterborough. And it's like, what more can be done? Emma's got a fit. <laughs> for reference for those who aren't Bolton supporters, Rico Santos scored his first and second ever goal for the club. Yeah, so we were just going crazy. That was the real enjoyment of it. But it was just, yeah, we were shocked. Yeah, and, and you know, it, I did feel a bit sorry maybe for the home fans because very early on, I mean, it, it was... The, the way the game went, it was quite an odd game because for the first half, I don't think we were the better team. Yeah. So you could kind of hear the, the section of home fans a bit more. But again, I think the problem was is a lot of their hardcore support, their vocal support, is at the other side of the stadium because so obviously to the right of us where there's a bit more of an away section, so you're not obviously right next to fans there, and then the other side wasn't as, as full. So there wasn't really any direct uh, fans coming at us, but from obviously their perspective, they've you know gone into the game, they, they've attacked very well, so... Their support's a bit more behind them, but after the kind of the first half, I mean that was it. You know, t- towards the end of the game, you could see a few fans leaving. I don't really blame them. They were, it was, it was. Un- I couldn't understand how they'd gone from being in such control of the game and looking like they were going to go one or two nil up to them just turning out around and being absolutely obliterated. As um, I think as a Bolton fan this season, we've had no game which has been like that. So we were four. Mm. But if you're a Peterborough fan, um, you've had that was the first taste of the season where you were absolutely obliterated. But we're not we're not starting beating. <laughs> we we just introduced them to it. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I think we've we've covered most of the game there. It, it was a fantastic day for us and a miserable day for them. Now, in terms of cost, 
I was actually a bit shocked by this because if you know when, when you look at the prices, so for an under twenty four, which you were, you might not be this time, but it was eighteen pounds, which I thought was quite decent. For an adult, it was twenty seven quid. So really, price, price, you know, pricey from my point of view. I mean, obviously, in, in terms of if you're going as you know, like like we are an adult and an under twenty four, that there is that pay disparity. But in terms of what we got at other stadiums, I think value for money wise, it's maybe not up there. I mean, the, the way the best way to look at it is if if every game was a nil nil draw and the result wasn't really taken into account. I don't think this would have... If we would have drawn that game, I don't think we'd have enjoyed ourselves half as much. No, not at all. And I think you want to go to every game and have that same enjoyment. Yes, you're not going to win every game either. But it's got to be good. And it's it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's fine. But, uh, you know, obviously, we again, this is, falls into the category of we have the chance to go again this upcoming season i mean obviously i know we will be doing but is would you say you know take take it into consideration if we weren't a green score to every game would this be one that you would put on your list as i'm really looking forward to going to yeah i think yeah because it's when you look at for me when you look at a league table yes you want to go to the games where you think you're going to win because that's what every fan wants however I know we've got Peterborough last game of the season away, so it's already guaranteed for that. But you want to go and watch the good teams because Peterborough are mm. a good team, and you want to watch your team against them and see how well they do. So I would go and do it again. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I'm in the same camp. Like you say, it's you know at the end of the day they qualified for the playoffs. They they are a very decent team, and on, on that day we we did a, a dismantling job on them and. I think that the problem we had later in the season is we didn't have another game like that. I mean, I know we had Wembley, but in the league, that was kind of like the last time we completely dominated a team. So it it was a really good game. Um, you know, the food and drink was, was pretty decent. And yeah, I, I think I would have no problems going again. And hopefully the last game of the season this year, it's, it's a massive celebration. But for now, we will say Peterborough United has been done. Yeah. Okay, so next up we have Wickham Wanderers. Um, okay, starting off, uh, let's just you know uh, get this out of the way. We did drive to this game, so uh, we parked quite far away because I don't know if many of you will experience this, but it's probably worth knowing. If you think you're going to park within a two-minute walk of the stadium, you must be insane because it's in the worst area possible. I think it's in at the back end of an industrial estate, isn't it? Unless you are willing to pay, was it like, 12 15 quid to park. Um, it, we parked in a school in the end, didn't we? Nearby, and it was literally like a good mile walk. Yeah, I was gonna say nearby, it, it might be a bit presumptuous, but yeah, it was and it wasn't cheap either for how far away it was. I think it was more than a five or what, but for, for how the far we had to go. When we think of stadiums we go to and we consider is it worth driving or coaching it, I don't feel like it was an issue driving because it wasn't an issue getting out. There wasn't like loads of traffic. You know, just a bit it, it did move quite quickly. Just a bit too far away. And, yeah, I think the the only issue 
was is that I don't think I was prepared for how how busy it was to try and get near the stadium because it's yeah. it's right like saying near a housing estate and then near an industrial estate so and it just seemed like parking on a street was impossible so I mean we obviously know this time where to park but yeah it was just a bit of an odd one to start with and then not only that but when we get to the stadium you then met with a fan zone but it from what it looked like it was it was for both sets of fans which didn't kind of sit well with me because I, I never liked that like, I understand for certain clubs that having a joint fan zone isn't a problem but it, it just seems an odd thing for you to just be able to be right in the, the set of fans and where the fan zone was it was kind of more in front of the away section than it was the home section so in the end, I didn't really get anything from there because I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if there was going to be any trouble or well, what was happening because it wasn't really introduced. It just seemed to be sat there. I, I sort of think like when we go to different games as well, you look at Wickham, you think, I know for a fact they're a club which could have, could have stayed in championship. And mm. they were unfortunate not to. So they've got the pedigree like we have where we've done it before. So you sort of know what your fans want. Likewise, we've only just opened our own fan zone in the last couple of years for fan yeah. fans only. So we're perhaps behind the times, but we've invested into our own at Bolton. At Wickham, I generally can't remember how we got from the fan zone into the stadium. <laughs> Did we walk through a gift shop? Did we walk through a tunnel? Was it a house? I generally can't remember. Well, I, I, I would love to correct you, but I think it was just kind of like a muddle. It just seemed like Did we... that you just walked through crowds of people and eventually it was just kind of like this, there was this stand there. And, and, and you know, like I said, maybe if we went again, it'd be different. I'd probably get some food from there. But at the time, you've got two teams who are sort of like scrapping it out for the playoffs. I mean, it's not necessarily like there's any bad blood there, but it, it, it's not exactly the same if they were hosting kind of like someone like Exeter or... Accrington, who they know they're probably going to beat, and the fans are just happy for the day out. So it, it was just a weird start in my mind to the, to the day. I sort of think we've, when we've gone throughout the season, we've gone to different games. Wickham was a strange one because I think we went there, expected to be all right because it's not too far from London, mm. but then forgetting that Wickham's actually poorer than Bolton. <laughs> but um, and wow, then, we're just starting to beef there. That's fine. Well, me, me, Anton Club and Wickham. And they said to me, it's an absolute shit all, so I'm just putting it out there. But, um, and I think it was a bit all over the place. And obviously, the week after we played Wickham, Gareth Ains have left. So it's a bit... If we'd gone a week later, would we have won? Obviously, spoiler, we lost. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna... Well, yeah, we'll we'll move we'll move past the fans on now because yeah, it, it, otherwise, it was, fan, you know, it was just a, it was a tent with some beer. Things. A, a t- right, well, yeah, we'll call it a tent outside. Have it your way, but we're moving fucking past it. So calm down. Right, so we get in finally, and I must say, for the level it's at, considering they have been in the championship up and down, and you'd probably argue they're on the cusp of the championship again. The stadium was a bit lacklustre. Is probably the best way to describe it, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we, we, we're not the sort of fans which put any research into it beforehand to work out what it looks like. We kind of go there and go, oh, this is quite a nice stadium. It did fit the clientele of going there. It fit in 
fit pretty well into the idea of it being in an, in an industrial estate. <laughs> with a, a nice tree skyline found around it, which made it feel like we are in a different country for a time being, and then remembered that we are still in the UK, and it is still boring. And cold. <laughs> Even though it was, it was, it was cold. March, was it being in March, end of February? I can't remember. No, I think, I think it was uh, it was February time, yeah. I think. It was cold. Might have been yeah. rain, but it just... It was one of those games where uh, I don't know. Which maybe we, if we hadn't gone, we wouldn't have missed out. Yeah, and, and I mean, in in terms of atmosphere as well, it. it I don't want to say it was poor from both teams because I mean, obviously, if you're a Wickham fan, you probably enjoyed it a lot more. But from us, I think because of obviously the game and how it went, it it was just quite flat. And I mean, you know, the Wickham fans were quite loud at times but from because the game was really scrappy you could just really sense this frustration from us and just kind of like uh, the mentality of because decisions are going Wickham's way they were enjoying it more so they they weren't necessarily um vocal uh, like as you would do but because they were getting a lot of decisions it was kind of they were using that to frustrate us and you know the the game it just didn't really go our way, but because it was going their way, they were much uh, more expressive. Yeah, and I think I generally can't remember any of their chance. I can't remember <laughs> the goal they actually scored. Oh, it was an awful goal. Oh, no, was, I, uh, I think it, it. it was because Wendy won it. Was it, was... Court, was it on the corner and then they pinged it back? And... Yeah, they played oh. it short, no one tracked in, and then yeah. it, because it was like really windy, they kind of curled it in from the edge of the box. Yeah. So it, it, overall, I mean, it just it just wasn't going our way, and and you could really tell that. It yeah, one of those games. It was just tick it off that we'd done it for the season, but it, luckily it didn't come back to haunt us because at that point in the season, obviously we just beaten Peterborough, and we're thinking we get we come out of the way. That's two teams that are just below us that we could then protect. Give you give you that breathing room, yeah. wasn't it for for the playoffs? We made it nice and fun for a couple of weeks, didn't we? <laughs> and and like I say, obviously it was it was quite a, a weird day because we didn't have any food or drink because it didn't seem like there was anything inside the stadium. I mean, a lot of people were coming in looking for for beer and then realizing they had to go back outside. And then I think they got a bit funny at one point, letting people back in and out because you know they were losing track of how many people were coming in. But um, you know, we'll we'll have to. Well, obviously, we'll probably be going again this season, so we'll have to try and do that differently and. You know, try the food and try and make sense of this weird, confusing food and drink situation they have. But in terms of um, prices, again, it was a bit on the expensive side. £26 for adults. Um, although they had a weird policy of it was £21, but for under 26s. Now, that, that's like the weirdest one I've seen. I can get under 21s and under 18s. They make the most sense. Under 24s, I kind of understand as well because it's similar to like, the job market, isn't it? I know they have like under twenty fours, but under twenty sixes. That was just really out uh, out of the blue. I think I don't know. I think we assume, don't we, like it's an age bracket is eighteen twenty four. So having under yeah. six, because even even for you, did you use utilize it or not? I couldn't. I'm, I was I was twenty seven. Oh, yeah. So I, I just just missed it. Oh, it just missed out again. What a shame. Honestly, I've had to pay adult prices for every single ticket. I'm, I'm fuming. I'm just well, it's all right for you. And again, you get a nice little I, tax break. I, I drive don't. you, you have a nice chauffeur, and you get there nice and warm. 
not always in one piece, but nice and warm. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah, I suppose I can't really moan. I, you know, I, I'd get you a chauffeur hat for Christmas. That'll really help. Oh, thank you. But in in terms of next season, like I say, we do have to play them again. I think it's is it a midweek? We were uh, is it? We were discussing this, weren't we? October half term, so I am not teaching. So I can, I can take yeah, and and that that's fine. But in in terms of obviously, like I say, because we're going again, we can't necessarily say would you go, would you not go. Is it one you're kind of looking forward to, or one you're just merely hoping that we go and win? Uh, the latter. I'm I'm generally not looking forward to it purely because yes, I do enjoy going to the away games. I do enjoy watching them, but a midweek match down in London. On an October half term, where it could either be nice and warm, or it could be... <laughs> I'm not. I just I don't know. I think we have to. By the time we get to it, if we're doing well in the league, because we have got quite a nice start, yeah, I see differently. Yeah, um, it's although on the flip side, say if by some miraculous divine intervention we are like we haven't won a game yet and we're going there, it's not going to be a fun one for us. But uh, we'll be we'll be doing it again, and like I say, I hope this time to have some food and drink because I'm a bit more uh, knowledgeable now on, on where everything is. So I'll know to get food before I go in. But uh, for now, uh, I forgot the name then. For now, Wickham, you've also been done. Okay. Moving on. We're now up to Sheffield Wednesday. Now, before we even get into this, I must uh, address that it was on a Friday night, so that was a weird feeling to begin with. Uh, and obviously, at the time, you know, a lot of Bolton fans, and in particular me and you, were quite excited about the, the trip to Wembley, which was on the horizon. So this was like the last game for about two weeks, and it just felt like um, a really weird day. Like I say, you know, you, you're playing on a Friday. We left about four o'clock. And I must admit, when you get to the stadium, it is quite, not breathtaking, but it's nice to see a big stadium again, isn't it, at this level? Yeah, so I think going into this game, we definitely felt, when it was changed to Friday night, it was like, right, we've now got somewhere to get to. Because bear in mind, we didn't drive to Sheffield because it's a pain in the backside, we coached it. But it was getting mm-hmm. to, uh, to Horwich to be able to go. That was the fun part. But, there was a lot of emphasis on us going there thinking, we're not going to win. We take a draw. Mm-hmm. We, just, we just go off a 2-0 loss at home to Ipswich. And it was like, wow, this stadium is actually pretty nice. But when we get inside, we can sort of see why it gets its reputation <laughs> for being um, crush-friendly. Oh, I mean, the, my favourite thing, and I don't know if this is quite common with all the same, but it was walking in and seeing like a caged bookies. Like, I, I've never seen that before, and it probably shows the stadium's age, but it was just like this this steel cage that just had a set of odds at the back. And it was just, I, I, obviously, I know other clubs, uh, apart from Bolton, do have uh, you know betting terminals where you can do it, but I've never seen one. So it just looked... Like it was outdated. It was it was crazy, and and like you say, you could really see when you got in. It was very crampish. It was it it was built for a previous era, and obviously, you know, we when we won't go into things that have happened in the past there. But safety was kind of like a a slight concern at times, wasn't it? Yeah, I think when we that concourse, let's call it, it 
you could tell it was cramped, but mm. we were not in the lower, we were in the upper, and I thought we were going to be the lower because that's where you assume you were going to be. Well, that that's a problem I actually wanted to bring up, and I'm, I'm glad you did. In, you know, naturally, and not me having to force it through. Mm. But from what I understood and what I did not get is when we pre-booked tickets, and it seemed like everyone else who pre-booked or like you know didn't buy them on the day, we were in the upper tier. But it looked like if you bought the tickets, like just showing up on the day, they put you in the lower tier, which realistically was was stupid. I mean, it's a case of if you got your tickets early, you got a worse view of the game, or you were further back. And I, I don't understand that. I know going into the game that they had a limitation on fans because of crowd control issues. Yeah. It was against like Newcastle in the cup or something like that. So yeah, it was just I think around the corner from that where there was a few issues. Yeah, yeah. so I understand that side too, but it just but we felt too far away. We did feel too far away, but vice versa. The one thing that I sometimes think when we go to games is I'd like to be in the upper tier. I'd like to have that perhaps that um, higher vantage point so you can see a bit more. Yeah, one time we've had that this season, I think. Yeah, and, and I mean it's kind of similar to Derby, wasn't it? I mean when you when because you were higher up and further back, you did get a better view of the game. But like like I say, it's that trade off in it. You either have that or you have the atmosphere. Um, because some of the best atmospheres we've had at games have been where we've been right close to the to the action. And like I say, it it wasn't. It was just something I didn't understand. I mean, it wasn't like you were given the option when you were booking the tickets. It was very much. Oh, these are the only ones that exist. Then people show up on the day and they get to go yeah. right nearby. It's just been nice to have the option. Oh yeah. Um, but but I'll move away from that. So food we, we did indulge because obviously you know it was that oh, being on a Friday and at the time it was very much around kind of like your your tea time. And I got a chicken balti pie. It was like a chicken curry pie, and I must, it was just shit. <laughs> like it, in terms of. It wasn't that nice. It was just dry. It like I was really looking forward to it because I thought, oh, I could get like a steak, and I was just, as soon as I seen it, I just thought, oh, that'd be really nice, you know, chicken curry and like a nice sauce, and then you get the pastry, and then it was just it was it was if they they opened up the pie lid, drained out all the sauce, and then just chucked the chicken in. It was it was just so dry. You're you're being quite mellow with your reaction here. You were. Apoplectically cross at this pie. Yeah, because I'd had a few drinks at the and time. That was the problem. Day, and then you got—that's what you got. And I enjoyed whatever I had, which I can't remember, but I'm sure was lovely. Was it a burger? Was it a bur- whatever I had was brilliant. Not, no, I was no. Yeah. Right. Mine was chips, weren't it? it was like chips. I don't. I can't remember what you had because I was more bothered about mine. I, 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 just... I enjoyed mine very much. I think mean, I even offered to give you some mine. You went nope. I will finish. Not because it's the principle. I at the end of the day, I made my decision. I have to live with that. You know, I can't just you know give up. I've just got to say, right, I didn't enjoy it. Fair enough. But I'm sure you know. I'm sure if we go there next season. Oh wait, we won't because they're promoted. Um, <laughs> well, you never know. The cup <laughs> is still a go, thing. I'm sure there'll be a chance to retry their food beer. <laughs> yeah, um, and like I say, obviously, I've learned from my mistakes. Now I know what. Not so hard at Sheffield, that's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll move on to just before the game. They had a nice little light show for us on a Friday night, yeah. which made no sense because they weren't on telly, so they were literally just doing the light show for the home and away fans. Were they not? And we just looked so confused. I because telly. We didn't know. That was the whole point. No, it weren't on telly. It was just a Friday night for policing because I think 
Sheffield United were playing on the Saturday. Oh, I thought it was on TV. That's why they did the light show. No, they, they just did a light oh, show. okay. Because that, that's that was my thinking at first. Because I remember at the time it was like, oh, well, they're moving us to Friday because, you know, it'll be like Friday night football. It was quite literally because Sheffield United were playing three o'clock on Saturday. So rather than move us to the Sunday, which I probably would have, like, understood a bit more, they put us on the Friday night. Oh, yeah. I don't remember it now. Yeah, because it's stupid that Sheffield have have two massive teams and they they have to do this organisation thing, but they can't organise it properly to have the game on a Sunday, which people might have preferred. And, you know, you could tell the attendance was slightly hurt that it was on a Friday night because it's not so bad, you know, being in the situation we were, we could get there. But if you're working a nine to five, that's a bit of a rush to get through the traffic in through Sheffield for the game on a, you know, it, it did affect things for us. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. Yeah, and, and you know, the game itself, you could kind of tell. I mean, I, I must admit, Sheffield United were on the loud side, their fans. You know, the, um, they, they did actually something right for a change. They had the home, like the loud home fans right next to us. I mean, I think I think maybe, you know, in, in, in their defence, they had home fans who were loud everywhere. But they, they were certainly giving off quite a loud vibe. And, and in return, you could kind of tell... Uh, at times, we were outmatched. And, I mean, we did have our uh, pockets of, of, voc- of vocality, if that's a word. But I think a lot of the game was ruined by just some guy next to us calling their keeper a nonce. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. Uh, that was the, the, the highlight. Actually, the highlight, no, in case, one of the highlights of the game was him just saying, old game, 23, you're a fucking nonce. The whole and, and un, unprovoked, and, and I think we had we had people right next to us. Even just everyone was getting a bit annoyed, but I I could you know I understand doing it, but I think the problem is because you're that far away, it's making no difference. He probably couldn't hear anything. No, I think it's if we take that guy away from the game and say it never happened, the atmosphere was actually electric. I don't say that nicely. I know we've spoken about Derby having a brilliant atmosphere. They were up for it. I probably the, the first team this season that we went to, which were utterly up for it. Yeah, because yeah. they were, they had assumed by that point they got automatic qualification, and then Windass went off injured in the first half, and then we got a draw from it, which meant that oh, we we would have bit your hand off yeah, really, wouldn't we? <laughs> brilliant, because hang on, we just got a draw from a game which we actually should have won, and we should have had a penalty from it. Yeah, uh, and you know it was a lot of people who did watch the game, and people who were watching through iFollow did say that, uh, and I think that really kind of helps from our perspective to really drag up the, the 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 away fans is because we knew you know towards the end of that game you know we we should really be winning this and like like I say I I think overall you'd probably say the home home fans were just a bit louder but it was certainly especially in like the second half it was much more of a given give and take. Uh, from both sets of fans, which I did enjoy a lot more. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. Yeah. And, you know, just before I get onto the price of the tickets, there's one thing I wanted to talk about, and it's the safety aspect of leaving. Now, there's very few grounds I'll ever feel unsafe um, leaving. I know, obviously, I I addressed Pompey um, as one that I didn't feel very safe in, and this definitely did join the category. Now, in all fairness, this was probably affected by the time it was at. You know, it was Friday night, so you're leaving the ground at gone 10 o'clock. It's pitch black. 
Um, now, there was a police in presence there, but it's just, again, such a stupid way to, to let the away fans leave because you leave through your own section and then instantly they dispersed us into home fans. It was just like a row of home fans and you had to literally barge through them just to get back to the coaches and, you know, if, if anyone had parked in that direction. So, obviously, on our coach, there was a lad who got punched in the face and, you know, the police didn't want anything to do with it. Obviously, I can't confirm or deny he actually got punched in the face or he did something stupid or didn't. But the fact that you from this such busy, you know, and heavily attended game, that you instantly just shoved into a stream of home fans just rings stupid for me. I think when we walk through, we did think to ourselves, is this it? You're just letting all the fans migrate together and whatever. Mm. So it didn't shock me that suddenly there was all this altercation going on. People, someone was like, "Yeah, yeah." The face, like, well, it doesn't surprise me because <laughs> it because it's in the middle of the housing estate as well. So you just have police officers stood there. But and you know, if if the game had been in a more sour note and the fans wanted to create trouble, it wouldn't have been hard to do. So that that kind of did really have an effect on me. And and part of me is glad we don't have to do that again next season. Now. Like I say, on, on a Saturday, it could be a different story. It could have been miles different, but it, it just did sour the note for me. Now, in terms of, of price, it was £26, which for for the occasion, for the stadium, for the game, I can live with. It's not a, a, an you know an outrageous price. Um, I, I, what do you think? I don't think it was. I think for the, the occasion, Friday night match in Sheffield, at a stadium where we know in the media they've spoken about how they're charging extortionate amount of money next season. Okay. Mm. But as an away fan, I think it was actually worth it. Yeah, and, and obviously now that this is one that's out of our control because obviously we can't go again next season. But say if we got them in the cup uh, away, would you go again? I would. It was a good stadium to go to. I'd just be curious about what they'd do to help us this time in terms of fans. Yeah. My, my, my hope would probably be that it would be on a Saturday rather than a weeknight. And, you know, especially not at winter because that that aspect of not feeling that safe, it wasn't really what I wanted for the experience. And like you say, it's not really a place you can drive. So you are kind of stuck on the coaches, but uh, hopefully, you know, we probably won't play them again next season, but hopefully the season after, if we do, it's uh, it's a much uh, safer experience leaving. But for now, Sheffield Wednesday, you are done. And finally, we are up to Exeter City. Now, Exeter was a, a very much different experience than normal for me and you. We decided to go up the day before and stay overnight and then you know watch the game and come back. So it was a it was harder for us to judge. You know, there's more factors that come into play because it's not necessarily now just about the game, it's about the place. And to say it started off horrifically was a bit of an understatement. Oh yeah, oh god. You you can explain this. So we we um with it being Easter weekend, we decided to leave, you know, rather early. We'll you know, we'll leave midday. We'll probably get there early, you know, late afternoon and, and have, have some food, whatnot. Uh with including a what, a half an hour stop 
it took us eight hours. We got there about eight o'clock at our hotel, which was, you know, near the centre of Exeter. And to say it was so, it, it wasn't even long. It was dreadfully long. It was it was quite literally sitting in the car, opening packs of football cards and moving like a car every five minutes. It was awful, wasn't it? I think, obviously, we're going down Easter weekend and we thought we'd be clever and go down the day before. And don't get us, don't get me wrong, we knew it for a fact that it was going to be a painful trip because Easter weekend going down to Devon on quite a nice weekend. But I didn't think nine hours. I, that, that was difficult. <laughs> but then we know for a fact that the following day, fans only arrived for about 10 minutes until the game started because of it. So, yeah. It, it wasn't just us, it was anyone who was travelling to that area. And in a way, we were kind of lucky because, you know, some people on the day were worrying, well, are we going to get there before kickoff? And I think it looks like most people, most of the club coaches made it there before kickoff. It looked very full, so must not have been any problems. But it was just a, an awful way to start off uh, what we thought was a great idea. And it just took up near enough half a day of travelling. Yeah, but then on the flip side, if you don't mind me going into this part of it, um, we had a really relaxed day on the Friday morning. Yeah, we were able to. Get up. We, you know, we went. We found a sports bar uh, to watch the. I think it was the darts because it'd been a Thursday. Yeah, the night and played pool. It was lovely. And then, yeah, night we've had a few drinks with a sports bar and whatever. Then the day getting up, we left the hotel, put our stuff in the car. We we're able to go and navigate around Exeter. It was a sort of day where it, but it was still like, was it? It wasn't roasting. And it was an an hour of do you wear something a bit warmer or not. But it was sunny. That's the whole point. It was nice. Yeah. If you were in the sun, you were warm. If you were in the shade, which we found out towards the end of the game, it was yeah. bloody freezing. But what, one thing I did want to talk about, and obviously I can't speak to any other club. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you how nice the area is or how nice the people are. But Exeter set such a high standard. If we ever stayed over anywhere, if it was half as good as Exeter, then fair enough because the people were so lovely. I mean, like the, the the before the game, we were in a pub, and there's that fear when you go to somewhere completely out of the blue and out of um, you know your local areas that you don't know what the pubs are gonna be like. It could it could have been the designated home pub. It could have been full of ultras, but the people there, we were sat trip talking to. Um, you know, a, a lad and dad for a good hour or so, just about you know the game and talking about Bolton, talking about Exeter. It, it, I don't think I, we could have asked for a nicer set of people in in general. No, and I think obviously in in their world, their big um, sort of oh, what to call it focus was the following weekend. It was the derby against Plymouth, and yeah, we are going. We were going to Exeter. And it's the first game we played since first league games in Sheffield, which was three weeks, and it was the first game since the Wembley win. So it had been a long journey to Wembley, and then it's a real long journey down to Exeter. So in our world, we were both friends because we had just absolutely thrashed their right nearest rivals four 0 So it's having conversations about that. We're also having conversations about uh, Will Ameson. You know, obviously he played for both teams now plays for yeah. Signed at the time, yeah. Just comparing. And then they, they knew for a fact that Exeter not a team that could go up. They just aren't good enough yet. But that we perhaps were good enough. But obviously, we, we failed at the last turn. 
Yeah, and, and I think a lot, a lot of it was just in, they were happy to enjoy the League One ride, and uh, obviously hope like this season, you know, they could just progress on that. But like, like I say, even when we got to the stadium, you know, it was um, we got there a bit early and we were one of the first ones in, and the first I think it was like twenty five people or so. They offered like a free hot or cold drink too. So as a club and a fan base, I, I certainly must put them up there as one of the nicest. Yeah. So it's it's somewhere that we obviously we're going to go. We always ask the question, would we go again, yes or no? We're obviously going to go to it, but I do think it's the one game that we've sort of questioned this season, next season. Because we've done it, we've ticked it off, but it worked being on a, on a half-term Easter break. Yeah, and some part of me thinks, and I know this is a bad sign from a football fan saying I wouldn't go and do it because you want to play your team everywhere <laughs> you go, but it is a long way. I couldn't, I could, I would have to, but I don't think I could do very back. But because it's only on a Saturday now and not on a half term, it changes the game a little bit. Yeah, and and I think like like I said, the best way to sort of classify it is when we did when we looked at this fixture. We merely looked at, like, say it was Easter weekend, you were off, and you know, I, I could book it off. And we just thought, well, with the travel time, it makes more sense. Because I think on the flip side, if you look at this season, we have Stevenage, is it, on in the same scenario? So, you know, Stevenage isn't exactly like a tourist destination for us, but given you know, the distance, you, you have to sort of like it would be looked at the same way. But like, we'll, we'll move away from the travel because we'll, we don't want to bore you too much. Um, in terms of the atmosphere, it was quite a weird game for that because they. I must admit they had they have like a really big state stand across from us, and it's just absolutely huge. And that's where their most of the support came from. And they were very vocal. They they had the you know the core following, but from our point of view, I think we were loud, but the the game really had an effect on it because we went one nil up, and then that was really it. It it was very much under the cosh. Yeah. And I think, apart from that goal that we got, which on replay was dodgy, all went, all went in. I think Connor could have done better with it. We were under the the cost of the whole game, and it felt like you'd had that four and a win against Plymouth, and you thought that would elevate you. And it was quite a rough game, but in the end, we won. But it it puts it in the balance a little bit if you want to go again or not. Based on that as well, I know it's a new season, new team that we could have new players, but. I don't know. And, and like I say, you know, I, I'm from my point of view, I was very impressed with, with them, uh, uh, their vocality and their support of the club. Because if they had got a goal back, I think they'd have, they wouldn't have shut up and we, we would have been, you know, done for. But, you know, credit to the away fans towards the end. We, we did kind of, you know, uh, try and pull the game back a bit more and get keep our team going. But like I say, it was the, the way the game played out. It, it was very much set up for the home fans to really get behind the team and will them back into it. They didn't, unfortunately, the last one nil, but we, we won't moan at that. Now, um, I must say, you know, the the, the facilities there, it, it's very much at the level you'd expect. League two, league one club, they've just come up. It, it had what it needed. It had food uh, areas, but nothing extravagant. The stadium... Just kind of looked all right. It, it was. It's hard to explain. It wasn't really. It didn't stand out in any way. 
But I, again, in terms of Exeter as a club, I don't think they really stand out of the way anyway. So it, it kind of fit them perfectly. Yeah, and I can I can agree with that. When we spoke to the guy in the, the pub, he was sort of saying how they know where they stand. They know what sort of club they are and they're never going to gloss mm. over it. Whereas their noisy neighbours try to. That was the words he used, not ours. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to start a Plymouth no. beef with too many of them already. Um, we'll, we'll get on to cost. Now, we went in the standing section and... £20 for uh, a ticket was pretty good, considering where it is. Um, now, st- they did have a standing section as well, which had a few fans in. That was £27. It was quite a, a big, steep difference. Now, for you, you only paid 17 because you're under 24s, which is a sensible age range. Uh, <laughs> a bit of a callback. But I-, I couldn't really complain at that price. I mean, like you say, for, for they understood as a club where they stand and... To, to be charged that I can I can live with that I, I suppose. Well, it's it's I think as a football fan we we know where our boundaries lie. And we know what we can afford and we can't do. It wasn't affordable. It's just a long way. That's yeah, I, I think that the price did kind of like pay a uh, play a part in it because if it was sort of like say let's say for example they charged thirty quid for their tickets. You'd never go again, yeah. would you? But because twenty quid for a standing ticket, you you know when you add into travel, it kind of makes it livable. Um, so obviously, you know, this upcoming season we are going again. It, the real question, like I say, is are you looking forward to it as much, or is this just kind of because for me, it's going to be hard to live up to what Exeter was the first time round, yeah. mainly because of the people and the, the you know the place in general rather than the club. I sort of think as well, it's. A little bit earlier in the season, in the in the season, because it's now mid March next year rather than mid April, mm. so it is going to be a bit colder as well. So it it'll come to it. It'll come to it. What we like, <laughs> but but that ticks off all four clubs. Now now comes the fun part: is adding them to our Out. little list we've got Out. going. So let me try and here we go. I've got the list. So um, at the moment. I'll just read through the provisional standings. So we have Derby County top. We have Barnsley in second. Lincoln in third. Charlton fourth. Shrewsbury fifth. Cambridge sixth. And then this is where we differ because you have Forest Green seventh and Accrington eighth. And I'm the other way around because I just don't understand how you thought Accrington was worse than Forest Green. So... Let's just go through it team by team. Now, I, what I don't want you to do, don't give me provisional. Don't like you did that last time. I hated it. It was annoying because I'm writing it down for Christ's sake. So let's add the first team, which is Peterborough United. Now, again, we're ignoring results. We're just merely talking about, uh, you know, our enjoyability. We'll call it like an enjoyability of going again. So where would you put Peterborough? Um, it's difficult for me because I was a bit ill. Um, mm. So, say, so it's uh, Derby first, did you say? Yeah. Derby, Barnsley, Lincoln, Charlton Third. are the top Third. four. Third. Because yeah. I, yeah, I, I think. I enjoyed Derby and Barnsley. Uh, I think it was better than Lincoln because it was a 5 0 win. And that was it, was still. Yeah, and I think it's it's a better a better stadium and facilities than Lincoln because with Lincoln, as we you know addressed, it's it's like Burgrounds outside, isn't it? Whereas 
the facilities are all inside. If it was like miserable and raining, cold, you, you're inside. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I, I know it gets its bad rap with the wooden seating, but from where, where we were, I think it's fair to say, you know, it was, it was enjoyable. So uh, I'll give you that. Now, then we move on to Wickham. Now, Wickham, I think it's going to be a tough one to to try and fit anywhere in the top half. Isn't I, it? I wasn't thinking top half. I was thinking where's it going to fit the bottom half. That was my no yeah. disrespect to Wickham, but you've got to build into the fact that it's not accessible in terms of there to park. You've got to walk a bit unless you coach it. Wasn't really a fan zone that was inclusive. We didn't win, and just a bit out of the way. So. He was our bottom four. Yeah, so we've got Shrewsbury, that Shrewsbury, Cambridge, yep. and then Forest Green and Aki. Shrewsbury is better. So it has to go Shrewsbury. Yeah. Cambridge, Cambridge feels like it might be the measuring mark because at Cambridge, the food was really good. And obviously Wickham, we didn't have food. The atmosphere at Cambridge was, I'd say, it it was better. Like, the home fans at Wickham were better than they were at Cambridge. Because the game had more to I offer so for them. I got between Cambridge and Shrewsbury. Yeah, you're, you're going to slot them in. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, uh, the, the game for Cambridge just felt it was hard for both sets of fans to really get into, whereas Wickham fans were, you know, very much back in their team because they could do the results going their way. I, I don't disagree with that. That's that's fair enough. Then we've got to move on to Sheffield Wednesday. Now, this is, this is a big one because, again, it, it's a big club for this level and they were really up for it. So uh, the, the measuring mark, I'd say it's got to be guaranteed top yeah, three. It's above Peterborough. Because I think the atmosphere is better. Hmm. Now, the, now the real question is: first of all, is it better than Barnsley? I think you've got to. Barnsley was ignore ignore the result. Ignore the three 0 Barnsley result. If you're going to think about anything, think about the playoff loss. Would Would you say if you had to pick between going to a game at Barnsley or going to a game at Sheffield Wednesday, which would you Sheffield prefer? Wednesday. Yeah. And and I I don't I, the thing that let kind of like makes the decision is it's just that tiny bit bigger in it. It's just that tiny bit better atmosphere. You know, they, they had a bit more food on show. If you you know they had the betting thing. Ignoring the safety aspect, a game was more enjoyable to watch there, wasn't yeah. it? Now the the only problem I have is I don't think it knocks Derby off top no, spot. I think he goes second place. Now, this is no and this yeah. is no disrespect to Barnsley either. Because in the playoff, the atmosphere was brilliant. Mm. But I just, I sort of feel like they weren't like that all season. They were only like that. Yeah, because you like I say that when we played them early in the season, it wasn't half no. as good from them, was it? It was the the occasion played a lot into the factor, which is fair enough. And you know, we're we're not here to to moan and complain. We're just giving our uh, opinion. So. That slots Sheffield Wednesday in second, which is very respectable. And then finally, we've got to introduce Exeter. Now, again, this is going to be tough for us because we've got to ignore 
our our personal feelings about the the, the you know the area and the people we met before the game. This is this is just if you were to go on the day to watch a game, where would you put it? Oh. <laughs> I, I I think it, it I don't I don't think it's last by any means. It, it's not it wasn't as bad as Forest Green or Accrington. My problem is is measuring it up against Cambridge. Because in terms of atmosphere, it was louder. Food and drink, I I think it was... I didn't have anything there, but it wasn't like a massive option. You know, it just... From, it just felt, like I say, that, that it found its level at like a, a League One sort of like club. So I, I'd say it, it was slightly worse than Cambridge. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, and, and and like I said, this is no disrespect to to Exeter because in in terms of what we experienced there, it might have been the best like experience I've had going to a a, a place in in England because it was lovely and it was really nice to go to the game before. But like we say, this season, I, I'm I'm a bit upset because it's not it's not going to be able to live up to it. It's going to be a disappointment because of what we've already experienced, but that I suppose that's just football. So well, I'll give you an updated list of, of how we've ranked the teams we've visited so far. So Derby County stay top, and again, that's going to be a tough one to beat. But Sheffield Wednesday do come in at second. Uh, Barnsley are now dropping to third. Peterborough then come in at fourth. Lincoln fifth. Charlton sixth. Then Shrewsbury are now dropping to seventh. Wickham, a new entry, coming in at eighth. Cambridge dropped to ninth. Exeter are slotting in at tenth. And then you've got Forest Green for yourself at eleventh. Aki, twelfth. And then for me, I'm the opposite. I've got Accrington just above Forest Green. So you're now really starting to see a, a bigger divide between the, the powerhouses of the league and those who've been promoted. And those who were relegated, so that that's a really interesting trend you've got going, and it's going to be interesting to see if next season it kind of follows suit. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think it's no surprise that the 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 more money a team has, the more they can invest, the more the yeah better the atmosphere is. But in a league now, where especially next season, where there's potentially only five or six top end teams it might be different next year. Yeah. And uh, I think, like I said, obviously next season we'll be no, we'll know what more to look for. And obviously if there's a way we have to kind of give out like consolation points uh, to the smaller clubs to, to say if they're doing better with what they've got, that's something we'll have to pick up as we go. But, uh, you know, we've done those four clubs now. Uh, we, we've ranked them all. We'll tell you about what's coming up next episode because... I feel like the next clubs are going to be a struggle. Uh, we've got Oxford, uh, Burton Albion and Bristol Rovers. Uh, and we've also got Barnsley in the semi-final. So Barns- I think the Barnsley semi-final will just be a quick recap because we've already ranked them. I feel it would be a bit of a, uh, uh, not a problem, but quite cruel to give them bonus points on the atmosphere and like you say the the game in the second second time around because it was just the playoffs yeah. 
it was obviously going to be a better experience. But so you, you've got those four experiences and it'll be interesting to see what we've kind of seen today is that if the smaller clubs, uh, facilities-wise and money-wise, can crack those, those big contenders. but uh, And that will kind of be the second to last episode of this kind of prologue. And then what we'll do after those two, we're going to talk purely about Papa, Papa John's trophy, which we're really excited to do. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated on, obviously, how... Uh, how it's going to work because with the new preseason starting, it's I don't know whether we're going to do maybe like one episode every couple of weeks and, and rank them two or three at a time. We'll, we'll I'll, I'll keep obviously updated on that, but for now I think we we can cross those clubs off. Um, in in terms of next season, it's getting closer and closer, and I can just tell you getting more and more excited, aren't you, James? I am, and it's it's quite a nice thing to have because we've got a few pre-season games coming up yes mm. you've got those initial ones against the non-league teams but then you have got the last couple against Everton and West Brom at home that will be the interesting one and I'm looking forward yeah because yeah, I'm I'm actually very excited to be able to talk about uh, the experiences as a home fan to talk about how the away fans were because I think it's very easy uh, to be an away fan and to kind of judge, judge clubs as you're only seeing their home fans, but it's going to be really interesting to see how, uh, you know, seeing a clubs away fans at the Tough Sheet Stadium is going to play into it. Uh, and that's obviously something we're going to introduce in this new season because it's just going to be too hard to go back and remember all of last season's games. So it's not impossible. Yeah. Uh, but we'll leave it there. And, uh, you know, as always, we are trying to get better and better. Um, as usual, if you do have any comments, we've not had any yet, but the email is... Uh, in the description, I believe it's home and away days with an S pod at gmail.com. And like I say, if you're a fan of any of those clubs, or even if you're uh, a fan in a different division, uh, obviously you've got to respect. We, we can't, we're not just going to go to different away games. We are following Bolton. So if you are in league two, it, it's going to be a struggle unless we get you in the cup to come and visit your facilities. So uh, hopefully next season, we hopefully this season, we get promoted and we can do a whole set of about 20 new clubs rather than stay in the same division and, and maybe only get to see six different ones. Definitely. And I am looking forward to it in its entirety. <laughs> yeah. But for now, uh, I have been Luke. And I have been James. Thank you very much for listening and make sure you stay tuned for the next episode.